Thank you, Dooner. Where's the cowbell, man? So Dooner got in trouble. Uh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, Dooner got in trouble years ago when he first joined us and brought a cowbell to our first event. And I wasn't ready for that kind of energy. So, um, but certainly. So Ben, you are the uh, vice president of global transportation for Shaw Industries. Shaw Industries is a Warren Buffett-backed company, or owned company, I should say. Uh, it is the largest four-covering company in the world. Is that right? The largest carpet manufacturer in the world, correct. Got it. So what we're standing on and what we often stand on, you guys are a, a major provider of that. And have a number of brands that uh, that you also market the product are that are not just under the Shaw brand. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and to back up, the world's largest uh, carpet manufacturer and also a leading provider of all surfaces. So what we stand on, Shaw helps deliver. There you go. So let's talk a little bit about this concept of, of indexing contracts. You have a very large transportation spend. You guys have your own fleet, uh, and you, you've had it for years to provide the services. In terms of the scope of Shaw, tell us a little bit about the organization itself in terms of transportation. Well, in, in transportation, uh, and specifically in the contracts that uh, we'll talk about today, you know, that middle mile, right? Because we do have a large fleet that, that is making a lot of the uh, final mile deliveries. But but overall, my spend uh, on a yearly perspective is roughly $150 million from a truckload intermodal perspective. And uh, that is something that we bid out uh, each and every year through a traditional RFP today. So $150 million purchase transportation spend, yep. and that's outside your fleet of couple hundred trucks Correct. that you guys have your own drivers on. But that $150 million, you, you guys recently implemented something called indexing contracts, which is, is basically the idea that the uh, rate is assessed against an index, against the floating index, and you're essentially buying transportation under some agreed discount or premium on that index. That is correct. You know, if you look at the split uh, across our network, it's, it's, it's typically an 80-20 contract spot. And uh, when I think about the traditional RSP, you know, it works for us and it has, but I do, I think there's room for improvement. Of course I do. And much to the pilot that you've talked about, obviously with, uh, with Sonar and JB Hunt, um, we actually uh, have um, started a pilot that's worked very well for us. There's a ton of transparency, um, lets us know what the actual rates are. We, we actually check and move those on a monthly basis. So far, not high volume, but so far, it has worked very, very well. Where does it work? Where is the improvement on your purchase transportation? Well, overall, you know, and I think the overall concept is, is, hey, if you're purchasing at market price, you're always going to have the stable service that you need. And one of the reasons that I like to pilot now is because traditionally, and, and the many years I've been doing this, here's, here's how it works, and it still burns me. And I think there's such a great opportunity within the industry. You have your traditional RFP. Um, then you have your percentage, I can say in our case, that, uh, that may be awarded to a brokerage contract, right? And so we follow the, uh, the market very close, but I can tell you, um, if you, if you negotiate, you know, at X and it falls off a cliff within the first quarter, nobody's coming back to say, Hey, you know, my margins went from 15 to 25 or 30%, right? And so we, uh, we battle that a little bit. So I think, I think an advanced, um, index would sort of help, you know, like I said, create that transparency and help it stay stable as it relates to the market. I, I imagine it makes your job easier because you're not having to call them and say, hey, you know, you've been making 30% on these rates yeah. and now it's time for me to get mine. Um, you don't have to have make those calls because the index moves, it floats with the rate. I also imagine when the market does the opposite, when rates go up, that they're not reluctant to call you. They're pretty quick. 
pretty quick, pretty quick. Uh, you know, sort of interesting. So our core partners uh, there in that space, I mean, they're, uh, they're pretty quick now. And they know what we expect. And so they do come back to us. But still, even if it's a week or two weeks, to me, that's too long. The, in terms of the control and power, ultimately, when you're doing the RFP, it's, I was having uh, dinner last night with Rob Haddock from Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. And one of the things that he pointed out, which I, he was actually, I, I hate, afraid to admit this, but something I hadn't thought about, was the, the fact that budgets, in his case, and I wonder if this is the same for your case, is they may launch a new uh, a soda line or a new product or may have a situation where they have this massive surge in a, in a region they didn't anticipate. So sort of out of budget, out of plan. And he says the finance team and the operational team that's benchmarking comes back and says, hey, wait a second, you broke your budget. And he's like, actually, I just responded to the demand of the orders I got, and you're just looking at the, the baseline budget without consideration of the additional expenses that I had to go or lanes that are not, were not in the budget. And these unplanned issues really cost them. Is that, does index contracts contract solve that for you? Is it easier to have the conversation because you're comparing against the market, or is that, is that not a factor in your world? Well, I think, I think in anybody's world, you're always going to have that pop-up volume, that unexpected volume that comes throughout your year that you maybe didn't budget for or whatever. But the one thing the index does is it lets you know instantaneously you know, what you're going to be spending to move that volume. And it allows you to go back to the business and, hey, here's the expectation that we need to be prepared for due to this, you know, volume that we, you know, didn't project. Now, in uh, Cleveland, Ohio, i got to say that for locals because uh, yeah. they think I'm talking about Cleveland, Tennessee. <laughs> uh, but when we were up at Cleveland, Ohio uh, this spring, uh, or June, I guess it was June. It felt like spring up there in Cleveland that time of year. When we were up there, we had L'Oreal that had also implemented indexing contracts. Now, they were doing monthly assessments. They were basically looking at their freight spend after the end of the month. How are you guys doing that? Yeah, we, uh, we started off uh, doing it bi-monthly, bi but now it's— Every uh, other month? It, well, no, no, no. Twice oh, a month. But yeah, so, so now it's moved to monthly, and that seems to be working uh, for us. Um, and I don't, you know— I don't think we'll change from that. And even going forward, if, if we grow from where we're at today, in which I anticipate, I think that will be the, uh, the cadence. Are you doing it on your spot freight or your contract freight as well? Uh, it's, it's predominantly on the uh, spot freight today. It's, okay. in, it's in some defined lanes, which we called uh, you know, contract brokerage, which spot, sort of the same, a mix there. Contract brokerage because it, yeah. go it goes to a freight broker or a contract brokerage because it's truly spot? It go, it's brokerage. It's, it's contract. So, so, and J.B. Hunt is the provider. In Correct. Correct. J.B. Hunt takes it, and then they have the opportunity to define capacity that fits the, the demand. And, and, yeah. the, and in terms of service, because the price is a secondary element, right? Like, the price pressure is uh, out of the conversation. I remember Andrew Leto, I don't know if you know Andrew, but uh, at Emerge, told, had this conversation years ago and had said that, there are 300,000 people, this was 2017, I believe, 2018, 300,000 people in freight that do nothing but actually price discovery. Like talking about freight brokers, all these brokerage floors are out doing nothing but price discovery. That seems like a big waste. And he was, you know, his mission was to sort of disrupt that. But in your case, where you have an index that's actually moving with the market, you're essentially not having to negotiate rate because you don't, at the end of the day, have the the market's going to be the market, whatever it assesses, and you're just paying whatever the index says that you should. Well, I mean, in certain situations, that works out. I, you know, the one thing I think is important to, to mention here, 
when it relates to an index is is you know from a from a contract perspective or for a rate perspective right the shipper always wants to be at market and below and where does the carrier want to be they want to be at market and above <laughs> and so uh and so you know my expectation um it is to be at market or below now uh and to be aggressive in in lanes that i may have uh, um you know high volumes very consistent uh, not super tough to service um I always want to be at market and below, and that, that's that's my team's objective. And does JB is JB Hunt aware that you want to be market below? Yeah, of they, course they yeah, are. Yeah, they <laughs> if do, they, are, they, if they weren't before today, they are now knowing that. And, and and it's worth mentioning. JB Hunt's been a, a long partner of Shaw Industries for a long time, so the pilot was just a natural fit uh, to to go along with them because you know, as I said, uh, we've we've got years and years of partnership with them from from all all modes, and then ultimately. J.B. Hunt's making a, a bet that they can buy below market, that through their buying power, through their network, through their technology and resources, they're essentially able to pass on some of those savings. Now, one of the things that has, has I've been in this business, you have, have as well, um, for, for many, many uh, decades, one of the sort of projects that I worked on was this cost plus arrangement uh, years ago. And the problem was, no matter how much I could promise to a, a shipper, it was Shaw. I don't, we, we never tried this with you guys, but it, no one trusted it because I was the one delivering and telling you what my costs were. All of a sudden, the incentives were gone for me to, to shop the cheapest capacity. In this situation, the carrier, J.B. Hunt in this case, has the ultimate incentive to, to maximize their margin because your costs are fixed or at least float, fixed in terms of floating. They're below the market. They they have to achieve that, and you have a third party providing you a rate. Correct. Have you had any any challenges with it that has not worked out than we expected? You know, not as of yet. And I think a, a lot of that's uh, uh, just goes with overall industry right now. It's not kind of hard to move things from point A to point B. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, there will come a time. And as you talk about, obviously the you know the, the JP Hunt or any, anyone else would certainly want to try to buy you know, less than market, but that's going to be tougher and tougher when things, you know, turn around. Yeah. You know, Craig, I think one of the things in index uh, based contracts that I would, that I would say is, you know, especially for us at Shaw Industries is we, uh, we truly take a lot of pride in our care partnerships or service provider partnerships. And, and I think uh, this is a, this is a great opportunity for, for people to come in because what is partnership built on? Transparency and trust. Come in with an index. Come in and let's let's talk and be open about uh, you know where the market's at and what it takes to move freight. You know, and someone said it earlier this morning. You know, the whole winners and loser concept. I mean, we all you know our expectation is 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 we want to we want to pay our providers a fair rate for great service, and that's what we say and that's what we communicate all the time. And I think there's an opportunity, uh, you, you know, through this index link contract to be able to come in and say, hey. What about this? Have you thought about this? This is what I want to present to you in a manner of transparency. How does this work for Shaw Industries? I mean, one of the things that has always, we had this conversation earlier about Convoy, and one of the, the conversations that we had uh, our top tracks about was the fact that freight is a commodity. And one of the things about the freight business is that your success in Convoy's case was they couldn't control the most important variable in their business, which is the rate is the market ultimately sets the rate. You and I don't have control. You, as much freight as you guys buy, you don't have control of the market rates. J.B. Hunt, as big as they are, don't have control of the market rates, and, and no one does in this market. 
how are you thinking about getting control of that? Or is, are, are you saying at the end of the day, I don't need control of the rate. I just need to know that I'm getting a fair price. Yeah. Well, I, I think, um, you know, the market's going to be what the market is, but I, I do believe you can position yourself, uh, you know, to be favorable to that market by increasing your partnerships. Um, you know, sort of how we operate today. And, and, and you'll hear me say it often is the Shaw Industries has, as it relates to, to transportation providers, we have a few partners in a lot of relationships. I know if I can increase my partnerships and that level of transparency, that I'm always going to be in line. Now, with that being said, uh, I have to do the things right on my end as well mm-hmm. uh, that, that will allow me to be there. I think, I think where shippers get themselves in trouble is uh, they don't create those partnerships. And, uh, you know, it's not, it's not biting them as much now as it, as it did uh, a couple of years ago, but it, it'll, it'll turn. It'll turn here soon. How did you get the rest of your finance team and your accounts payable team and the transportation, the rest of the organization bought into this concept that was relatively new? How did they buy in? Well, it, going back, it's still early, right? So we're not doing a whole lot of volume and, and, and we're still having those conversations and there's still conversations to be had before we, uh, we move it forward in a, in a larger scale. Let's talk about bid season for a second um, and the market conditions. Um, it's, it's a pretty challenging market for carriers. How are you guys approaching bid season this year or into bid season next year? I mean, I mean from, from a Shaw perspective, I mean, obviously the market uh, continues to be soft and, and we're going to take advantage of that uh, as much as we can. But with transparency, we're huge on incumbencies. We, you know, from a, from a bid perspective, um, we're just about finalized the 2024 bid, and it's certainly favorable uh, to us this year. Um, and so I, I don't think there's any, <clears throat> any magic there other than, you know, just making sure that we continue to partner with the right people, uh, the right businesses to make sure that our, our, our business is covered regardless of, of the up or downturns. You said it's more favorable. Are we talking a couple percent generally for your market or, or better? Yeah, I would say uh, mid-single digit. So 5 6% reduction. And do you think that's, I mean, you, you're a, you know, you guys have 150 million, a, a, yeah. a big spend. Um, do you feel like that's a pretty, are you hearing that from other shippers out there is what they're expecting? Correct. So we should be, the carriers are going to be facing some, you know, mid-single digit reductions in, in price. And you took, you got discounts on this last bid season too, didn't you? Correct. So we're seeing an, an additional yep. leg down. So that's right. Are we at a point where we've reversed the gains of the COVID economy, or are we still higher than you where you were in 2019? No, so we would be around flat. From 2019. Uh, 2019. It's four years of no growth. I think yeah. that says a lot about the challenges in our industry, and, and uh, certainly not something that some of the providers want to hear, but they need to deal with the reality. That's correct. Well, Ben, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. Uh, you know, Shaw Industries is uh, part of the Chattanooga metropolitan area, uh, and we're certainly uh, a big pride of Dalton, Georgia, and we're certainly honored to have you here. Thank, Thank you. you so much.